Yes, unbelievably, it's 2023. I can't believe it. Has anyone made any resolutions as of yet? I have, and that's to not make any resolutions because one, I always break them, and two, I always take them. I don't know what that means, but um, yeah, I'm not going to make any resolutions. I am instead just going to aim to try and be a better person. And I'm not too sure what that entails either. So I've probably already broke that within the first two days. But it is today, the 2nd of January 2023, as you listen to me. Why am I trying to make everything a rhyme today? I don't know. That is one resolution. I'm going to start rhyming less. I do confess. Fucking hell, Kevin. Anyway, I hope you had a wonderful festive period. If you do indeed celebrate it. If you don't, then thank frig it's all over. And if you're kind of in between, then it doesn't really matter, does it? But what have we got in store for you today? Well, of course, we have all the usual shenanigans. We have your true paranormal experiences, which I will gladly read out, for that is what maketh the show. Then we have um, Becca. Becca is going to do an elongated Reddit corner, although she has a slightly sore voice because she's still not fully recovered from whatever this illness is that everyone seems to have. I don't know whether it's the same where you're from or where you live, but everyone that I've come into contact with, maybe I'm the fucking carrier, I don't know, but everyone, literally everyone to a person that I've ran into over the last month either has had or is in the middle of having this epic flu outbreak, yet it's not COVID, allegedly, because they're allegedly all doing tests. Becca did do a test and it was negative, so maybe it's a variant, I don't know, whatever it is, I've yet to get it, touch wood. And uh, hopefully I never will. Hurrah! I don't think I'd know. I think I lead such an unhealthy lifestyle and I'm always vaping that, you know, I think I could get the flu and it would just pass through me without my knowledge. So maybe I have had it. I don't know. Maybe I'm carrier number one or whatever they say. The originator of the entire thing. Anyway... We've got loads in store for you today, and first and foremost, we need to say a big thank you to our wonderful Patreons who've signed up over the festive period. When you sign up to Patreon, you get two extra shows each and every week just for Patreons. Yes, you do. You get one where I ramble, and it can literally go anywhere, believe me, and that goes on for about half an hour, and you also get an attempt of a paranormal Patreon on a Sunday. I say an attempt of one because... Sometimes we go off topic, but we try and stay paranormal as we can. And you get that regardless of the time. So one went out Christmas Day, one went out New Year's Day, I think. If I'm right, I'm not sure. But basically, we didn't skip a beat over the Christmas period. No, we didn't. Anyway, if you want to become a Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. Just like these wonderful people have, because you also get me singing your name out. With the guitar is well and truly out, and we have three wonderful new Patreons this week. We have Matt Osborne, Peter H and Claire. And this little rock and roll number is for you. Oh yeah, Matt Osborne, Peter H and Claire. You stand up to Patreon. In doing so, you're showing everyone that you care about this little show. And I, 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 I want to say hey, hey, thank you. And I, 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 I want to say yeah, 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 thank you. Few 
mad falsettos gone in there. It's like all those falsettos I've messed up throughout the last few weeks are all coming out in force to say hello. Anyway, big thank you to you wonderful people. If you want to join the team, head over to patreon.com forward slash we need to talk about ghosts. And we all have a good laugh for over an hour every week that no one else gets to listen to. Yes, we do. But in the meantime, let's have a paranormal review, shall we? Yes, it's time for a paranormal review where, as usual, even though it's 2023, I review something paranormal so that you don't have to review it for yourself because it makes no sense to do so. Anyway, what we're going to review this week is Haunted on Netflix Season 3. Now, I have only went through, I think we might have reviewed Season 1 in the past. Um, We didn't review season two, I don't think. But season three, I worked my way through over the festive period. And it's boss. It's dead good. It's really scary. Is it a little bit overacted in places? Yes. But it's told very well. It's like they get the family sat round in a circle in like a living room area. And there'll be a main protagonist who'll be like, it all started with me when I... So I'm trying to do an accent. It all started with me. I don't know what for. I don't know where they're from, by the way. It all started with me when I went to school in this place and basically the devil appeared and then it'll cut to like an acted out scene, if you like. Um, There's some really good episodes. There's an episode I suggest you jump right in with called The Witch Behind the Wall. It's boss. And I mean B-O-double-S, two thumbs to the sky, dead scary. Like I was thinking about it that night when I was laying in bed, um, which may have led to some nightmares that I've had recently. But uh, yeah, no, it is really good. If you've got Netflix, because I appreciate not everyone has Netflix, but if you do have the fortune to have Netflix, go check out Haunted Season 3. Begin with The Witch Behind the Wall, because you'll see how... I think it's personally, it's a great episode. It's one of the better ones they've put out. And um, then I watched one which wasn't that good. And then I watched one which... And the one that I thought wasn't that good, by the way, in case you're wondering is to do with a lad, um, I think he's a Mexican lad, and he goes to Yale University and is possessed, allegedly. Uh, But there's a lot which is a a bit far-fetched in that for me because I tried to Google after it, like, this would have made headlines. If it was what is stated in the show, it would have made headlines, and I couldn't find it for the love and the money because of the people involved and the witnesses that would have seen this thing happen, it would have made headlines, but it didn't. So there you go. So maybe um, some of them are exaggerated for effect, perhaps, maybe. There's another. There's a lot of episodes which, in, in all fairness, do leave you questioning, well, you wouldn't do that. You know, for example, there's a murder house uh, where they find like a torture chamber. There's no spoilers. Well, I suppose that is a big fucking spoiler. But um, they find a torture chamber within this this house that they live in. Don't phone the police, you know, and say, I think people have been tortured here. They basically decide to cover the whole back up. And then uh, it's a horrible episode because, like, tragedy strikes in it and it's like your heart goes out to the people in it. But, uh, yeah, there's certain parts in these shows where you do think, you wouldn't do that. You would do X, Y, Z. Anyone with common sense. It's like if I went downstairs now and knocked on a hollow wall and there was a little door that I'd never, ever seen before and I opened it up and there was like the fetus of a child in there, I wouldn't close it and go, we need to wallpaper over that shit. No way. Spooky wookie. You know, we'd phone the police and say, dead child behind wall, please investigate. But in terms of the show itself, two thumbs to the sky. Go give it a watch. Start with the witch behind the wall. It's dead good. 
Yes, it's my favourite part of the week. That time where we get to read out your true paranormal experiences, or in this case, what is literally described as a WTF moment. And we all know what WTF stands for, don't we? Yes. Why the Fred? No, it's, it obviously means what the F or what the fuck. Um, because we can't swear in this podcast, I just realised. It's mine, I can do what I want. I can say the word we. We. I can hear the people turning off as I speak. Anyway, this came in from Keith. And Keith has put part in this email, which he doesn't want us to read out for sensitive reasons. And we're not going to, obviously, because we're not tits. And we're not going to read that part out. But it's still an amazing little tale, regardless. And this is that tale. He writes, Just a little WTF moment for you. We live in the sticks in a little cottage in Derbyshire. Feels very comfortable here. Been living here about four and a half years. We've had little things happen, like a painting at the side of a wardrobe, turn up leaning against the bottom of the bed, with only myself and my wife in at the time. No reason for it to be there, but like I said, the place feels comfortable. Except for one of the bedrooms. The middle bedroom. The door to this room faces our bedroom door. When downstairs, directly under this bedroom, which is the kitchen into the lounge area, my wife, on many occasions, has heard what sounds like someone shuffling around up there and someone getting out of bed. She's also heard noises coming from that room at night when she's in bed like someone is moving around. Bear in mind, I work nights. I said it's probably settling of the house with the heating on and the onset of this damper, colder weather, but she's adamant it's not the house settling and she is not one for flights of fancy. We were going to have this room as our own bedroom, but my wife cannot sleep properly in this room, constantly having bad dreams whenever in there. When our granddaughter stays with us, she goes in our room with my wife and I go in the middle room. This is usually Wednesday night when she comes to stay with us, so Thursday morning on returning from work, I go in the middle room, which is not too bad in the day, then I'm in there again Saturday night as well, which isn't so good. The room is not comfortable at all. I tend to have a lot of bad dreams myself in there, and I'm not usually one for bad dreams. Now we both have our ideas and reasonings about this middle bedroom, but it's a bit sensitive so I'd rather not go into detail on this. Keith then goes on to mention a few things just for mine and Becca's ears, um, and we're obviously not going to read that out. So thank you for that, Keith. Our thoughts are with you. And anyway, back to the story. So Wednesday the 30th of November 2022, my granddaughter stays with us overnight. Well, with my wife as I was at work, so when I got in on Thursday morning, I had a shower and went to bed in the middle room. I slept quite well and my wife woke me about 2pm after she dropped the granddaughter at nursery. I got up and went downstairs and we just started chatting in general. My wife then said that earlier she was brushing her teeth and the granddaughter was in the dressing room playing with her toys. We have a little two-seater settee, chair, a couple of wardrobes, a chest of drawers and the dressing table. Now, my granddaughter is three at the end of January, and a very strong-willed little girl who knows her own mind. If she doesn't want to do something, you will know about it. She's quite forward for her age, three going on thirty more like. My wife said she could hear her talking in the dressing room while she was playing. And then she hears her shout, No! No! Shut up! Shut up! Leave me alone! 
shut up, and then an even louder, go away. My wife rushed in and asked her what was happening. She turned, pointed to the settee, and said, That guy won't shut up talking. He keeps talking. She looked away, then she looked right back at the settee and said, Oh, he's gone now. And she carried on playing with her toys. WTF is that all about? As you can imagine, my wife had a big WTF lol. Animals and kids, eh? Just thought you may like a little story to go through. And I have plenty more. Well, Keith, I would like to hear plenty more from you, please, because you wrote that so well, and I'm terrified of children seeing things that we can't see. And as you say, quite rightly, animals and kids. Tell you what, they say never use them on, like, TV, don't they? Never have an animal or a child on your TV programme because they'll fuck it up somehow, but also probably because they can see the dead. So, yeah, thank you, Keith. That is absolutely terrifying, and I did really enjoy that story. If you have a paranormal tale, it doesn't have to be like Keith's. It could be about anything you want, as long as it's about the supernatural. Send it in to contact at talkaboutghosts.com. I nearly got that address wrong then. I've been using different email addresses all week. I'm all over the shop, for Christ's sake. Anyway, we're about to have a Becca's Red Corner now. It's a bit of an elongated one because Becca's not been too well recently. So she's, or, or she's been in a different country, you know, making excuses left, right and centre this one. You just can't get it on the show for love and money. But thankfully, we do have her with us today. Hooray! So we're going to have a little bit of Becca. We do discuss as well a potential deadly addition to the canon, which our Patreons already know about. Um, but yeah, we do. So get on to that when that part comes up. And we also possibly discuss maybe, maybe changing the name of Becca's Reddit corner to something to do with turret and terror. Can't remember now because it's a while since I recorded it. Okay then, without further ado, I give you Miss Becca and her corner. Ladies and gentlemen, now it is time for Paranormal Reddit Corner with Becca. So, we're here for the first time in 2023 in the dark and dingy corner, which is where you live. Dingy. Well, dingy's nice. a bit of an exaggeration, but it is dark. I and was it picturing is it more like cosy and, you know, books and things. And oh, was you? Like, is that how you've always pictured it? Like, I, I, I pictured it like... A dungeon. Someone, like someone that kids had run away from, as opposed to hey! like... Hey! Well, you know... Why would a, that be the case? Because I'm back off and ready but I don't say it like that. That's very true. I don't say, welcome to Edicorn. No, and if anything, you've got a very um, a very uh, regal intro, intro music, so. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. Let's picture like a roaring fire, you know. Roaring fire, Books okay. Books lying on the wall. Books lying on the wall. Maybe okay. it's night and there's lamps on. Okay, yeah. Cozy. Fair enough. Yeah. All cosy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. can be a castle if you want, like a little corner in a castle. So now, now, now you are a princess, okay. Yeah. A castle, okay. <laughs> but not a dungeon. Not a dungeon, whatever you're saying. A not turret. A Let's go with a Let's turret. Let's go with a turret. Oh, I'm all for a turret. Like, tell you what, a reading turret. You know, like some of those like houses we've seen have what look like a reading corner. In a turret. In a turret. Exactly. Then that's, okay, so I'll have to change the music to Welcome to Becca's Turret of Terror <laughs> or something. What, you, what have you got at the minute? Welcome um, to Becca's Dark and Dingy Dungeon. No, well, Welcome to Red Corner with Becca. Anyway. That's fine. have you been? Okay. You haven't been on the show for a while because you've not been well or you've been no, out or so you've been in still, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you can still hear a All bit of these a, excuses. You can still hear a bit of a croak in my voice, I think. You can. Slightly, but um, getting better. 
<coughs> Definitely. Good. Good. Mm. I think I've started to get, I was getting a tickly cough last night. No. Yeah, and I was like, I can't sleep. I couldn't fall asleep for ages because it yeah. kept coughing. Yeah. Thankfully, touch wood, nothing as of this morning. So, mm. so it's 2023 anyway, so the first show of 2023. It is. Um, so, of course, Look we need... You here, ploughing on a bank holiday, good for you. It's a bank holiday? Yeah. Aren't we fucking done with all these days off and nonsense and revelry so that's not going to be releasable for anyone there is literally only you who is upset yeah, yeah, yeah. that it's a bank holiday yeah that's true yeah that's very true <laughs> and no one knows why you're upset either because it makes no odds to you i know i just you, for you know, anyway for someone who doesn't like plans and things i hate fucking plans uh, the reason why i hate plans is when because when someone says don't forget friday four o'clock we're doing this the day's writ off for me there's no point doing anything everything's leading to four o'clock um but that's just me being a misery yeah, that is just you being a misery. Because yeah. that's not the case. You can do whatever you want to do at the floor. Mm, anyway, yeah. crack on with okay. a ghost story. Okay. Welcome to Reddit Corner with Becca. Well, why don't you say Becca's Turret of Terror? That sounds like a torture chamber. Okay, yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. We'll stick with Reddit Corner. Go on. <laughs> and because it's Reddit Corner, that's fine. Okay, the title of this story is Could I Be Haunted or Am I Just Imagining Things? Good question. Well, this is interesting. So a person thinks they're haunted rather than a place. Well, see, that. Well, you see, I mean, we regularly deal with that on mm. the Dark Paranormal and this show. But right, okay. Obviously, you only do this part too, wouldn't you? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what I believe in. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. But I'm starting to think or question, could I be haunted rather than places, but me specifically? I've always thought I've heard or seen things that aren't there. Shrugged it off. The last few years, though, it's gotten a lot worse. I first noticed it escalate about five years ago. I was working late at my office at the time. My office was on the first floor of a building with a huge wooden staircase, an older building. I thought I was the last person in the building. My opposite, sorry, my office was opposite the top of the stairs. I heard footsteps coming up the stairs and I thought, oh, there must be someone left. I heard the footsteps reach the top and stop outside my office door. I said, hey, you're here late too, and turned in my chair to find the door wide open and nobody in sight. Question, and I've raised my hand for this question. Just let me finish this last line because that's the end of my paragraph. Okay. I freaked out and left and never stayed late again. So but the boss the loved that. By the end of the story? No, it's or... just the end of the paragraph. Right, okay. So my question is this, mm -hmm. and think about this logically. I'm not denying this person's story, mm -hmm. but if we've all worked in places, in offices and stuff like that, if you heard footsteps behind you and you didn't know who it was, that's the key thing, mm. would you just blurt out oh so I'm not the only one working here alone tonight yeah no probably not you usually know know who you're speaking to before you speak don't you yeah <coughs> mind you I have known security guards like Tom Tom would definitely hear footsteps behind him and go so I thought I was here alone tonight God rest his soul he's is he dead? dead no oh well God rest he's him he's retired God rest his retirement he was nice. I feel really bad now. He was a nice guy. <laughs> he is a nice guy. <laughs> he is a nice guy. He is alive. He is, he is alive. Yeah. I, I, I. Honestly. He might listen. All right, Tom. <laughs> Hope you're doing all right. Um, so was that your only question? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't, is my point. See, I, quite, I freaked out and left and never stayed late again. Like, the boss will love that. Yeah, yeah, Why yeah, don't yeah, you yeah, say yeah. haunted? Ghost. What? <laughs> it's like <laughs> me mate, Mark. Um, well, he, he's come, he had a plethora of excuses for like getting off work he once genuinely um stuck his hand in a deep fat fryer to get out of work 
and said it, it was an accident. Um, and he also once was the first one in uh, a, a very famous sandwich shop. He was the first one on site and decided he didn't want to stay for the day. So he knew the next person in would be half an hour later. So he locked himself in the store cupboard. Mm. And when the next person came on shift, he started frantically banging on the door and said he'd been locked in by a ghost and was far too scared to, to stay for the rest of the shift. <laughs> and, uh, and when he met me and we went and smoked marijuana, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So there you go. Wow. Well, and a it long, worked. long time ago. <laughs> and it worked, yeah. I mean, well, when I say it worked, I've always been one of those. But if anyone comes up to you and work and says, I need to go home because of X, they're going home. Mm. You know, you're not going to say, no, you're not. Yeah, you also hated it when people would be like loitering around your desk, like, I'm not well. Yeah, I'm, not. I'm here. They're like waiting to be sent home. Yeah, you there's not worse like, than work yeah. martyrdom. If you're, not, if you're an adult, if you're not well enough to be in work or you turn not well enough in work, go over and say, I am just let you know, I'm really fucking under the weather. I'm going to go home. Yeah. You're an adult. You've always been of the opinion that adults don't get sent home. Adults say they're going home. Exactly, yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's not school. Anyway. Okay. okay. Then about 18 months later, I moved house. I moved out to a farm for a bit of a change in pace. What is a change in pace? My kids started acting weird. Suddenly scared of the dark. They were 11 and 5. They wouldn't go to the bathroom at night unless I left a light on. I'd hear footsteps around the house, even though I was the only one home. My bed should sh- would shake at night. I'd see shadows that weren't there. I couldn't handle having my foot exposed out of the blankets. I'd hear rummaging in the kitchen cutlery drawer when there was no one there. It increased over time to the point I just couldn't live there, so I moved. Uh, I, even me as a sceptic would say that could be rats if you're in a far a rural setting, rustling oh. in the cutlery drawer, and, mm. you know, shadows that weren't there, things caught the eye. Could yeah. be rats or mice. Yeah. mice. Anyway. Okay, continuing. I've moved into a new place and the feeling of dread has left. My eldest refuses to live with me because of it, says it's freaky around me. I've been in my new place for a few months and then weird shit started happening again. My son refuses to go into the attic room. That's a games room, fully fully renovated, proper room. Says there's a man in there. He's aged eight now. I have remote control. Hold on, can I just ask? The kids, not the man. Yeah, if if the eldest refuses to live with her, Mm. right, and the the other lad is still there and he's aged eight, he was five a minute ago and the other lad was 11, so this 14-year-old is refusing to live with his mum. Yeah. Where's he living? Maybe with his dad. It's a good answer. Carry on. Um, because also, remember she said, in the in the farm, she said, I'd hear, I'd hear footsteps around the house, even though I was the only one home. So it would that would suggest the kids weren't always there. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Kids are living with someone else. Okay. Um, it yeah, wasn't so a feral the, child. So then. the eight-year-old says there's a man in there. In, in the, the attic. In the, in the attic room, but which is a proper fully renovated room. That's terrifying. Um she says, I have remote control ceiling fans. The fan in the kitchen turns itself on. It can only be turned on by the remote, and neither of us are in the kitchen when we hear the remote go beep and the fan comes on. At night, I can hear footsteps up and down the stairs, and the light bulbs keep blowing. <coughs> I'm either nuts or I'm haunted. Thoughts? Advice? Well, I would say you definitely sound haunted. And my... You definitely sound haunted. You do? That's not nice. Get a, get, get a priest in is my only thing. That's the only thing I ever say now. Get a priest in. Priest is that all you say? Is that your go-to advice? That, yeah, it really is because at least a priest will go around and go bless the house and if you've still got something, then burn the place to the ground. How's that going to help if she's haunted? You've just said she's haunted, not the house. 
Well, so she can go. Maybe she needs to go to confession. <laughs> so that was the Catholic in me coming out. But maybe she, I, I she needs blessing. Going to be help. You're supposed to have like excellent paranormal knowledge. How's this your best? Go to confession? No, I don't mean go to confession. I was joking about go to confession, but she does need. To, I would say get whichever faith you're into. Get that faith leader around your house to bless the house, and it might in turn. Right, but you've just of. said she's haunted, not the house. So how's blessing the house going to help? Because it might, by proxy, get like like yeah. Why for example, yeah. No, for example, let's say if I was getting attacked by, or if I had a stalker, mm. right, that would like look at me through the garden windows and stuff. Yeah. Um, if I bring the police around, the stalker's going to go away, and the stalker may think, "Fuck that." They've always got the police around. Go away while the police are there, and then the police go away, and the stalker comes back. Well, then that's when you need to to get back on Reddit and ask more questions. <laughs> why aren't you suggesting that the priest just blesses her? She could. He could, yeah. Well, why isn't that your default suggestion? Has anyone else made any comments? <laughs> um, yeah, someone's helpfully put, oh, you're just imagining things. Fair enough. Uh-huh. Um, someone else said, usually nuts people see and feel things that others cannot. Apparently your kids and other people sense it too. So definitely we can rule out, rule out going crazy situation out the window. Best thing you can do is to get professional help. Mediums, paranormal investigators. I love how that's professional help. <laughs> hey, don't slag off that. Also, I don't like that. Nuts is such a derogatory. Yeah, thing. I know. I, I think they're responding to what she said, though. She said that if she's nuts, used yeah. it, yeah. yeah. About herself. Um, so far, it hasn't harmed you, just screwing with you. Could be a poltergeist, a ghost that is attached to you for no reasons that you may find out. Or worse, and then they've said, I don't think it's something worse because after so much time it would have tried to harm you by now. Um, then they say, don't contact people that charge fees. 99% are scammers. Likewise, I don't support the idea of talking to it as you don't know what it is and will make it a bit harder for it to leave. Um, and they've replied, thanks for your thoughts. And someone else has said, happy new year. It's going to be fine. <laughs> so, oh. Really useful. Um, and... They've responded, why would something attach to me specifically? Are there some general reasons why a specific person gets stuck with this? Many. Um, the reply is, could be anything in particular. Some some get ghosts attached to it for basically nothing, but the most common patterns are negative energy, trying to make contact, stepping into a haunted area like a house. Who wrote that? Popeye. Some gets ghosts attached to thee. Um, someone else has said, I'm sensitive. Sorry, I am a sensitive and I've been as long as I can remember. I'm 60 years old now and have learned over the years to accept it. In some ways, I look at it as a gift. That person that said don't acknowledge it and don't speak to it is absolutely right. Take that advice. It is possible that if you ignore it, it may become less of an issue in your life. See, I always thought the general advice was to set, was to speak to it and say, well, listen, this thought, is our house now, so, could you please yeah. leave? But that, no, normally it's, it's not a case of can you please leave. All those stories tend to end with, and now we live in harmony with it sort of thing or it's been less active or it, it doesn't bother us nicely to leave like dead polite and no, like acknowledged no. it but said like do us a favor no you acknowledge it you say this is our house now um you know we're gonna take care of it don't worry and then only like very like nice things will happen like your keys will turn up if you've lost them or something nice you know you, you won't be basically terrorized hmm. so speaking of which only our patrons know this so far but there's potential addition to the canon isn't there um, I'm not done with this oh are you not no. oh sorry <laughs> just also like to say if there is a custody thing going on where the kids are staying with the dad or whatever I thought you meant custard you, no yeah, custody so. can you imagine that in like in a court of law being like and oh, why doesn't your eldest son want to stay with you 
haunted. Mum's haunted. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody's haunted. Definitely nothing to do with the mum herself. Haunted. Yeah. Definitely haunted. Like, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Or I even like... I can't see the solicitors kind of yeah, or, or her lawyer. I must say that in the husband's statement, she, he's put, she often has a man around. He didn't say it was a deceased man. <laughs> um, yeah. But we have a, a potential addition to the canon, don't we? Potential deadly addition to the canon. We don't. Right, okay. It's not the canon. So we'll establish... And we've been through it. I don't like you saying that this is the canon because you need to take it seriously. This is like a safety I know, yeah, but issue. My point is, anyway, long story short, Becca made herself something to eat. I not using the oven. I didn't make myself something to eat. Well, what did you get? A takeaway? I had a takeaway, yeah, so it, like, it didn't cook at all. I do recall that we mentioned that the lamp moved <coughs> from the table it was on to the floor and wasn't broken in any way, shape or the form. The lamp was nuts because the neighbour's cat goes up and she rubs a little nose on it, right? She likes to do that. So I think she's just pushed it off. Right, and it's landed three feet away unbroken and stood upright. Yeah. So, anyway, um, the other day, you don't go anywhere near any cooking appliances. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to wash your plate, you open the back kitchen door, and go on. Full of smoke. The room's full of smoke. Full of smoke. Because one of the hobs have turned on. Yeah, so the hob was on and there was something on top of the hob, which we shouldn't be doing and we, we have to yeah, stop we need that to stop using immediately. Space. Um, but yeah, basically there was a box on top of it with things in, coffee pods in, and that it, that was that was burning. Basically the coffee pods looked like little pieces of coal. Yeah. Um, it was like glowing red. Smoke and billowing the thing is you it. have to physically click these, like in any electric <laughs> hob, you have to click them on. But what um, we did think or realise during the uh, Patreon episode was you assumed it was the walking stick that knocked it because you were like, ah, look, it's that, that right yeah, next just to it. Yeah, because I was sat here, as we were talking about it, I was I could see it through the open door and the walking stick was exactly the right height for it. But then when we went in, it wasn't that knob, it was the knob next to it, wasn't it? Yeah, so that ruled it wasn't that the out. edge knob. So TBC, exactly what happened there, but it could have potentially been fatal. Yeah. And again, I don't think we need to go into property detail on it because we did discuss it on the Patreon. No, we're not going. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, you know, it is a. But it's it's not. Yeah, it is terrifying, but it's not a canon. It's a it's a fire safety warning. Um, and guys, use this uh, opportunity as a reminder to check your fire alarms. Yeah, because check your smoke alarms. It says a tar smoke alarm in the living room was dead. Seriously, do it now. Just go in, just check it, just make sure they're all right. Yeah, because uh, when the smoke apparently blew out, I wasn't here. And when the smoke bellowed out of the kitchen into the living room, the smoke alarm didn't go off. Yeah, it didn't go off. Which highlighted it to the fact us to the fact that it was dead and needed replacing. So there you go. Still a blessing in disguise, possibly. Yeah. yeah. So the lesson learned at the end of this Becker's Reddit Corner. So mm. once again, thank you for joining us on Reddit Corner. You're welcome. Thank you for visiting Reddit Corner with Becca. And we hope you're feeling much better the next time we speak. Thank you. Yes, apologies for the croak. I bet in a week's time you still get that croak because you hang on to these things forever. Mm, maybe I should just ask it to leave. Maybe you should. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe oh, oh well, see mixed messages. Don't do it. Don't talk to it. Don't talk to you'll it. Just, you'll you'll just only encourage, encourage it. it. Right, and on that stout mind, mm. tatty bye. Bye guys. Bye.